this week on the Push Wallows podcast. Stephen Butler, what's he doing? Coach Carnival Cam, what a legend. And Pancake Topping, I guess we'll speak for that about 20 seconds. The major host, well over again. Looking in. Three, two, one, it's Coach Carnival Cam Pancake Day. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dammy. And me, Coach Carnival Tom. Coach Carnival Tom. Brilliant. <laughs> oh dear. Hope you're all well. Hope um, we've had another great week on, uh, on Carnival Cam Watch, as you guys can imagine. It's been fantastic. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's done some crazy shit, but as of yet, no pancakes, which I'm disappointed about. Yeah, his, well, uh, he does he does do like three at least like three fucking videos a day, so there's still time for later. Not all of us have peaked yeah. early at 10.30 like me and had pancakes already. Uh, yeah, and I'm hoping I he's going to come out, like I said, with something really good for dinner. Do you know, like a really good, solid mince pancake. I think that's going to be the the thing. I know. I just, I'm just i trying to work out in my head how how it's going to be put together. Because obviously he needs to... What, pancakes normally milk, eggs, and flour. Now, what, what I'll do, standard. right, is I'll get a load of mince and he'll blend it. He can do it. eggs. He'll blend, he can it. Do eggs. he'll blend it. He can do milk. So the and he normally makes what's the flour he has? There is some beef sort of flour. Meat, beef flour. So I'm hoping. I'm surprised he's not on that. I'm hoping it happens. He must know. It's gonna he happen. Can't have it for breakfast to be fair, can he? Do you know what I mean? Nah, he's gonna have it. He's gonna have it for dinner. I'm I'm incredibly excited. So oh, see where I don't know if he will. I, I see. I think he's gonna go. Don't need any of that pancake crap. Do that <laughs> with his, his hands, you know, like crap. Like he does. Um, uh, I've got. I've got to get it up. I've got to go on it. I've got to. I've got to have a little look. <laughs> I'm is, also uh, very pleased that I've. I think me and Dan can now start maybe a week on week, so it doesn't look too obvious. Each of us is allowed to comment on one video throughout the like a fortnight, and we've got to try yeah. and get the most likes. So I'm taking that I, mantle. Eighty. I've got eighty something likes on that one comment so far. Yeah. So it's pretty. I was. Oh, wow. That's a strong effort. But I was there. I was first to market, so I was pretty hot on it. I'm, I was, and I got Coach Carnival Cam to like my comment. So I didn't get him to. I, I think that's on the terrible, straight away. Yeah, I think he was straight <laughs> that's away. That's worth. That's worth um, ten likes. I think um, we should try and get him on the podcast, and and we should try and be his friend, and then just <laughs> just get on the podcast and be completely complete satire. Just be completely like, okay, that's great. Um, and what else would you recommend that they eat? Well, just mints. But anything else? No, it's the, it's the okay, cool. And we Did just get imagine? them on just for just for the banner, <laughs> just for the banner. I would, because I'm, I'm too much of an honest person. I wouldn't do that. I would just, I'd be like, what is going? Are on? you though? Are you though? Are you? I would be able imagine to him, not, like keep a imagine straight him face posting that. that I've been on a podcast. I've been on a podcast. They invited me on. It was so good. He's got more followers than both of us. So yeah, fucking do something, right? Yeah. And as you just posted, that um, yeah. I think 75% of them are there like we are. So <laughs> I think that's a low, low threshold for how many people are following him because of that. So yeah. I think it's a low estimation. Probably. I'm getting a bit, bit too much credit there, aren't I? <laughs> that means like of 20,000 people, you're thinking that, yeah, if it's 75%, I can like five, 5,000 people are following him. I think you underestimate how crazy carnivals are. <laughs> I think Personal. I've overestimated how many how many there are, surely. Yeah. Oh, uh, secret carnivals. It's the way he does the crackling, the blending the crackling. Oh, it's all the, the flour. It's great. Oh, I did. Anyway, anyway Coach we'll, we'll, Carnival Cam, look at the state got, of these videos. We've got higher or lower. Higher or lower. That's what we're going to call it now. Because um, it feels like um, Brucey's like, thing. Like, play, play your cards right, doesn't it? And you yeah, just got a picture the... of Cam, and then you go up or down from there. Or we'll dress up as dress up as Bruce Forsyth. Anybody who's under the age of like twenty five, you have no idea what I'm on about. Uh, <laughs> <I'm not sure>. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What?" Yeah. That was prime Saturday evening TV from men. Me and Dan were children, so that and the Generation Game, and oh uh, yeah, classics. Absolutely prime. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan still watches that on repeat. So he's got a channel. So it's all good. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, he got Eddie Abu coming on one of his posts. Eddie Abu clapped his post. No way. Oh, Eddie Abu's getting some clout. Didn't somebody... Who did a, who did a post on Eddie Abu the other day? Somebody was ripping into. 
It's up to 2 million followers now. Fucking hell. 2 million people. Oh, Dr. What's-His-Face? The... Dr. Ids. Time, he loves time him. for school. That guy. Yeah, he loves him. Dr. Ids yeah. loves him. Yeah. yeah. He's because he did a, a my protein paid post, paid one, didn't he? When because obviously obviously Eddie Boo doesn't doesn't think protein powder is a actual yeah. food. So he's not it's yeah. not real food. Even though it's taken directly from milk. <laughs> Literally, that's so, what you said, wasn't it? Yeah, he was like and then he said that it was in the complete protein like sources. They're like it's it's you, you can only absorb like fourteen percent of it or something like that compared to eggs at like seventy percent, and then he was just like, mm-hmm. "Well, these studies say they're actually the same, yeah. <laughs> and you absorb all of it." Um, the thing, the thing is, you're never gonna you're never gonna convince people with studies that are into this sort of stuff because they're just like no, they're just they're they like, don't believe it. Like, I've eaten this and I feel better because so, you think you're gonna feel better. That's why, like, that's why you feel better. So, oh, nice. anyway. Mad. We've gone we've gone hard too soon, haven't we? So we've got a few few always topics. we always do that. <laughs> a few topics. So we, I guess we have to because uh, because we're a light-hearted, friendly, uh friendly neighborhood podcast. Uh we have to talk about pancakes because that's what everybody talks about right now. Um we will we will give this three, four minutes, I guess it deserves. Um that's about it. it doesn't deserve anything more than that because it's a mm. it's a fun day, but it's it's for kids, isn't it? Um, yeah, and hundred <laughs> percent. And then obviously we have got to talk about uh, my buddy Stephen Bartlett, me, me and him, like that, like that. I've met him twice, um, three times. I've met him three times. Oh, all zero. Right. He's, he's got zero bants, zero bants. Um, has Stephen no, Bartlett? Um, no, <laughs> that, right? you can absolutely tell. no bants. Um, yeah, which I found out to my detriment. Um, so yeah, which is that or you're just not funny, Tom. I'm funny in some ways, so all right. I can be quite quick, but mm. yeah. Mm. I'm just, I'm just, ma- I'm so? mainly sarcastic. Um, if, if that's that's the it's thing, true. but sarcasm is Extreme. the lowest form of wit. So, oh, Jesus Christ! All right, and then we have to play higher or lower. But I also got asked a question today. Um, what question? Oh, sorry, that was me taking a big swig of. Um, I'm going through the Audis. Uh, own brands orange zero sugar vive look at that vive that's not that's not too bad that's not too much of a rip off from phantom is it that it's just no, orange that's it's not. orange actually like i went into out here there's two pounds 199 there's um these protein pot things anybody wants this it's only because i'm dieting i'm looking for this shit um and they're only like 300 odd calories like frozen teriyaki noodles and stuff like that 317 mm-hmm. calories 30 grams of protein pretty good to just whack in the microwave and crack on so that's my top tip for the day out of that all good all good i've bought a few um yeah they're actually all right actually all right daniel especially for me because i'm obviously a lean machine now i've been dying for a week so i'm obviously i've completed it mate so it's pretty good lean machine yeah. Um, yeah. just need to come just need to come down and wait then I because all this all this fun running I gotta go for a run later as well so which is fun what do you need to, what do you need to get down to what have you targeted um I'm gonna try and go down to about 85 mm. and my current is I'm about 92 so yeah it's a bit annoying isn't it? yeah I'm not gonna go down time. to when uh when I was powerlifting I was like 81 82 that was unsustainable and also um that was seven years ago. So you'd like to think I'd put on a little bit of muscle since Yeah, then. you won't be able to get back down there, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Um, yeah. My natural my natural sitting weight has definitely risen and risen. So but one would hope that is a cumulative volume and muscle mass. Yeah. I hope. Um, so we'll see. Somewhere between I'll be happy between like 85, 86, somewhere like that. But I actually look in all right shape if I get down to that. So which would be weird. Yeah. Uh, guess every cloud um yeah but also don't want to i guess there's there's residue muscle mass anyway so i won't look like complete shit at that weight so or like because i'm doing all the cardio so let's hope not mate <laughs> <laughs> i know so it's all right um right well, well the question was um gasp where today because um obviously there's um like with myself and you we probably get asked this every now and again um was how long did um 
we start with how long did we do one-to-one pt before we online coached um mm. and should you should you do online coaching if you haven't won one one-to-one pt this was a girl called emily i think she asked me today um and obviously i was like well mine's my story my story is a little bit different i guess because i didn't really do online coaching for a while because i was doing education um so mm. i went down a different route for my uh alternative income um so income streams all about for pts so yeah obviously we've got different not different views but different um ways of doing it so daniel say what you did first because everybody they'll be obviously our main demographic is pt so they'll be interested to know if they're recent yeah. listeners. i started well i started in football first and that's where i started and then i had some online clients while i was working in football so i don't know if you class that as in person or not um it's not really the same as pt to be fair so no. i started there had a few online clients and then obviously uh, transitioned to being a pt and that's when i felt like i actually became a much better coach for it actually um from from doing that so um i don't think it's essential but i do think it is very valuable to do that i think you understand how gyms work uh, and when i say that i mean as in like working in one what it's like to be in a busy gym have people that feel intimidated in the gym have people who don't know what they're doing in the gym all that sort of stuff um i think things like picking up on cues things that you need to learn and i just think understanding how different people react to different days based on how they feel based on the day that they've had based on so many of the factors and i think it teaches you a lot about humans how to coach someone um like i said on a human level beyond macros calories and those science and research and it actually teaches you to how to deal with humans um on, on that level and also as well how important the social aspect of it is like i think that's the one thing that i learned the most from from personal training that i think carried over to online coaching and something that honestly is probably carried over into doing what i do now with mentoring other coaches and, and telling them the importance of having a good relationship socially with your clients and understanding them as humans um and being able to talk to them about these things rather than just focusing on fitness again all the other advice from mentors is just talk about fitness you shouldn't be talking about anything else and it's like and that's probably the reason why you can't actually retain your clients and why you're actually yeah. not getting the results that you could be getting. <clears throat> because as you found some of your clients, right? You still train them years on now. I mean, when I worked at Third Space, I'm not being funny, but, and this is no disrespect to you, I don't think they're with you solely because they're seeing amazing gym progress week on week and they can't believe the outstanding progress and they're putting on mountains and mountains of muscle and that's the reason they're staying. No disrespect. They are as well, of course. But I think it's also because Thank you're a half-decent you. person to spend time with. <laughs> it's that they're seeing progress and they're enjoying your company and they're enjoying the the, the programming and they're enjoying the progress that they're seeing the longer-term vision of the goal. But alongside someone that they would probably consider that it's good spending an hour to hour's time of my life with Tom, it makes my day better, in theory. Um, you know, and, it, and it's right. that. And I think that's the thing that I took from it the most. I think the people who go into online coaching straight off the bat, on the whole, struggle with more. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I think it's twofold. The people who obviously my so my journey was a little bit different. Obviously, I was in football, but I didn't do any like, online coaching. I was actually doing some moonlighting as education before even in football. Um, that's how I got my job at first place. What are you trying to catch, Dan? I'm sorry. Dan distracted me because he's like he's he basically looks like a cat right now, where he's kind of jumping around his office. Got it. Um, which is very distracting. Um, is it? Sorry, mate. I, you see it. <laughs> I thought it was off the screen. I thought it was off the You're screen. You're not like. off the screen. Like it's just it's season, right mate. It's mozzy season. It's mozzy season. It's fucking annoying because it was raining today. Yeah. There's mosquitoes. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Um, so bad. <laughs> and he's just like he's like well, you know when a cat is like trying to pour at some stuff and he then like no. Yeah, but not, instead, yeah. it's that it's Dan and he's got a crazed look in his eye. So I'm slightly concerned <laughs> about what's happening. So all they're all bloodshot and he's just like yeah. some sort of hatred for mosquitoes. Interesting. Anyway, my story is a little bit different. Yeah, I did some education stuff like that. So I didn't. I didn't do. I did a little bit. I think when I don't know, a couple of years in. But then I very quickly into like the education side of stuff. So I did, I think I did like mm. maybe nine months of online coaching and I binned off all my clients um, because I wanted to go do education. And I was like, look, I'm not spent my quality of care, or whatever the people that I wanted to spend time with them wasn't, wasn't high enough for my, what I would deem as a standard. Um, so I went into education. So then I revisited a bit, not like literally only about 18 months ago, I revisited online coaching. People think I've been doing it for fucking years. It was only because like, mm. I could revisit it and it was fine. I could literally go straight in and I had about, luckily, 
group, not, not profile, I guess, but I had like 10 clients within like a month and it was like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. That's obviously doesn't happen all the time. Fucking now wish it fucking did, but that's yeah, would be, be nice. Click your fingers and boom, off it goes. Um, no, I do all the same stuff that Dan teaches to his stuff, like his guys. Right. Um, but the, yeah, it's twofold from an educator point of view, right? So obviously Dan spends more on business and stuff like that. From my fold, coaching, the coaching like stuff is is usually worse from somebody who hasn't done one-to-one PT. And it's incredibly noticeable um, from that in terms of what you said, like client care and relationship building and stuff like that. Um, because simple, I get to some clients, I spend four and a half hours with them a week. Mm. There's no chance that anybody's doing that like on a, meant to like any like any kind of online stuff at all no. like with the best ability that's not happening um so i get to learn everything about that um which in terms of being my friend and stuff like that this is one thing for one-to-one pts as well um there's i've spoken to quite a few people one-to-one personal trainers who think i'm fucking mad that i consider all of my clients currently my friends and i would happily go for a drink with them happily go for a meal with them i go to mm-hmm. golf events with them i go to whatever um, they're like, no, we can't, you can't mix like work and whatever. I'm like, why not? Nice. Fucking bonkers. Are you crazy? You're in a lifestyle industry, fit mm-hmm. into the lifestyle of like being social and be like, do not put that barrier up because then you are easily, easily replaceable because yeah. you're just seen as that person I come to exercise with, not oh Tom, like I'm playing golf with a lad. We're going all the way up to like Woburn to play whole day he's paid for it he's like yeah i'm his guest and blah 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 that doesn't happen if i don't see him outside of work right um and the same case by that cool you get all these like little things that people are willing to do for you because of that because you're a friend um but you have to like lay those foundations right and then the other side of that is like you said learning about gyms and emotions and responses and stuff like that how that is tendency is people who don't know how to be in a gym and program in a gym their programming and exercise selection tends to suck ass um because they're not able to yeah. regress or lateralize very quickly on exercise selections um and they i will be able to spot a online program straight away like i'll be like yeah i i can see what you're doing it's fine it's that but that's all it is it's fine there's no nuance to it there's no it's very much like incredibly fucking safe when you haven't like done any one-to-one coaching and you wouldn't like Dan will be able to. And it's it's also like, there's also like very few like supersets or understanding of mixing like again, time management, I think as well. Like they just give a bunch of lists of exercise. Oh yeah. You'll be an hour and a half. You'll be fine. Um, Like people want quicker stuff. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's very odd. So those are the two things that, um, yeah. But in terms of a time frame. Um, I would suggest one-to-one coaching first. I would suggest you do both um, and maybe take on online coaching as like in your first six months as freebies. So you get to learn and then start charging after that. Um, I'm assuming Mm. after a a bit of results, learning your systems, learning your time management with it, and then go through that would be my suggestion. Um, Yeah, because we've all done it. Like I ran my first like combine stuff for free, for like absolutely got 15 people to go for it essentially for free um and then i charged like 100 quid for it then it's fine um obviously with online coaching is a little bit different i charge straight away but i think after like eight nine years of experience it was probably fine too um yeah so yeah that'd be my ugh, suggestion Advice. yeah i think i think i think it's just i think it's worth doing um and just think you everyone i know is the best online coach start in person that's 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 yeah. that's the thing i i would say with it um i know mike never did in person he's a very good online coach but he's like very very rare it's very very rare for that to happen yeah it's rare um, yeah but then i guess some of the flaws that we just said mike might will probably agree with us with he probably oh, is not the best yeah. for programming he knows he is not like and he's quite yeah, open with exactly, it exactly yeah yeah right, but he's mm. he's a really he's a good people person and he's a good motivator and he knows when to make those decisions with people and he'll quite happy be if you're friends with them but so he like went hard on the personal side of it uh, yeah so it's absolutely fine that's it yeah knowing your strengths to to a degree right so correct yeah. it's it's knowing your strengths and it's uh 
but it's also it's like i i just think that mm. that you just learn skills as a pt that i just don't think people that are like I don't think anyone tells you you need to learn those skills. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not part of the book. It's not part of the handbook. It's not like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, it's they're just soft skills you pick up naturally because they're the, they're the soft skills you have to pick up to be a successful PT. So you kind yeah. of then, by definition, then need to understand that that's what's going to make you a successful online coach. I feel like the same problems, the same online coach that struggle to get clients online struggle to get clients in person, in my experience, because it's the yeah. same thing in terms of being sociable and putting yourself out there and being a half decent human to be, be around spend time with. So yeah, it's the same sort of things. I think you just learn on the job without realizing you're learning on the job with it. See, anyway, maybe you. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Pancake toppings. We've got three minutes. What Pancake would you have? Toppings. I. Right. Number one, right. Number one, this or that. Crepe or American pancake. American pancake. Every time. Oh, I would get crepe. Right. No, that's traditional pancake day stuff, though. Isn't it? That's what the English do. But it's, mm, they're, they're shit the pancakes do. compared to <laughs> compared to American. It's shit. But if I was going to have like a pancake meal, then we're talking like we've been. Have we been to the Breakfast Club together? I feel like we must have. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I'd just have an all American and go nuts on yeah. that. If I'm honest, um, yeah, on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I went that's a conversation right. with someone today. Damn madness having a conversation about pancakes with a client. Um, and she was like, oh no, like pancakes and eggs that shouldn't be on the same plate and with syrup. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I'm like, are you mad? She was like, I was like, have you ever been to the breakfast club? She was like, yeah, it's awful. I'm like, what are you? Like, what is this? And then you sack your clients. So there you go. You go and join your free bean chili. Fuck off. Um, all right. Yeah. All right. So sweet or savory? Oh, sweet. Ooh. Savory. I just no. want bacon. I'm, I'm salivating now. Yeah, but I can make <laughs> bacon sweet by the maple syrup to it. So. But the fundamental is. Yeah, but okay, okay, okay. But okay, but even with that, bacon is the only savory topping that you can have that's good. Egg. You loads of sweet. I want a poached egg with that bad boy. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. Are you no. crazy? Are you no. crazy? Sweet. Nutella. Oh, yeah. Nutella. Nutella. Yeah. So we go, and then are you putting any fruit on it? Yes, no. No, 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 no fruit. Just Nutella. <laughs> Nutella and I had, Biscoff. I had fruit separate Um. Then, yeah, Nutella, Biscoff, maple syrup, John Dunn. You just keep yeah. it. It's, yeah. I like banana and Nutella. That goes together well. Oh, uh, I don't like it. But banana can suck my dick. I don't want that. No. <laughs> You're like, what? Um, no, not, I'm not a banana man. Strawberries, berries, all that kind of shit. No, lovely, lovely, lovely. But that's on my healthy yeah. one. Normally, oh, I, start with I, I, I would normally do so. It's something from obviously, I spent a little bit of time in Norway in my life, and I'd put um, there's like this caramel cheese, which is really good on it pretty cool oh yeah um brown cheese i believe and then they would put like um like basically their norwegian hot dogs in it as well in like a crepe and like roll it and you'd like buy that it's pretty good i enjoyed that i so i end up usually making on my savory side i've got like cheese brown cheese um bacon and uh these hot dogs mm. pretty good too much. Pretty, have pretty you seen good. the the one going around instagram today about like here's your protein pancakes how to have protein pancakes and it's like a crepe with tuna in the middle of it wrapped up. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, I thought right. I saw somebody on my stories making that. Like somebody I legitimately follow. Oh, That's probably one of your clients. Was it? I've seen the meme going around. But I don't think any of my clients, I've not seen any of my clients uh, post that they're having it. It might have been. I thought it was somebody and I was like, lame, unfollow. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Tuna belongs on a bagel only and a baked potato. Um, oh, I had one of those every day. Tuna made a baked jack potato. Very good. They're underrated, isn't it? It's really underrated. Every so often, it's just really nice to have one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like, it's so like wholesome and homely, isn't it? You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't get the, because it's obviously, uh, you just crank up the AC, I guess, to feel cold because you want to feel cold whilst you're eating it. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. Uh, 
Oh, we used to do that every Wednesday during my master's degree. We used to go down and have jack potatoes in the, mm. in the quad with all the cool kids. Say, yeah, <laughs> you sound so cool then. Um, oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just sort of so British about a jack of potato as well, isn't it? It's just, just British. Yeah. So British. You want baked beans, some cheese, and then maybe, but also it's, chili's good on it. Like, oh, Yeah, it's great. not as British, though, as washing yourself in beef moisturiser, Tom. That's British. <laughs> that's proper British right there. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's the that's the, the video that I commented on last week, um, which is I've entered into the competition. Dan's got a rebuttal. Um, he's got a week to do it before the next recording. So I mm. think I'm at about, I think I'll be over 90, 90 likes by that time. So you've got, that was full week to do it. Um, so get your, get your fun on, mate. It's got to be sarcastic. It's I love be... the comments of like all the, some people's, well, someone's coming on the one here again. Oh, I can't believe you've not, you've not said that this is an ad. Um, yeah, like, I know. Like, ad, you need to add. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that's the least of his worries. See what he eats. <laughs> yeah, have you, have you watched any of this channel? Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I literally commented then. That's the least of his worries. Have you seen what he eats? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make myself laugh. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That matters. Um, Bless him. But I guess we need we need to talk about one. Stephen Bartlett and two yeah. Coach Carnival Camp. Um, which one's first? Well, that was going to be my. You know, you said about high or lower. Stephen Bartlett was going to oh, be right. the. Uh, <laughs> going to be the one. I thought you were bringing it up. Um, All right, we're yeah, playing so, high or lower. Um, yeah. What's the what's yeah. the um, what's what's the what's the theme tune to Brucey's thing? I can't. I want, you need you. I, I need you to up. sing it. I have to get that next time. Okay, I'll play it through next time. Um, yeah. We won't, we, won't, we won't get taken down as for that. So it's fine. We're not playing any rights. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, yeah, we're not playing for nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we're going to go higher or lower. So I need... These are actually put forward because there was quite a few people who uh, enjoyed our segment last week. Um, <laughs> so this one... These two are from Luke. Um, I think he followed, probably... I'm assuming he probably follows us both if he listens to this to Rivel. Um, so higher, so are we going Stephen Bartlett higher or lower than Coach yeah. Carnival Cam in ridiculousness? Um, yeah. Is Stephen Bartlett currently more ridiculous than Coach Carnival Cam? Probably not, because I think we can no. probably see through what he's doing. Lower, yeah. <laughs> he is probably Everyone's lower. screaming, "Oh my god, Stephen Bartlett!" Yeah. Um, oh <laughs> we'll shall we circle back to that because obviously that's a bit more of a chat but yeah. yeah or we can we can delve into it right now toxic food is that what it's on about what get dan you've got it up what who has he been yeah basically Why it's just people like angry people are just getting annoyed aren't they at, at, at stephen barlett because of all the all the the promotions on his youtube and there was like dr fung was on there talking about fasting during obesity and he's the guy that says calories in calories out is a myth um, another guy here, our toxic food is causing our mental health crisis. Um, and, and then obviously not that long ago, you had Tim Spector on saying how like you've been lied to about low fat foods are making you fatter. And it just seems that every second week there's a, there's a new, um, episode with someone talking about nutrition and health and all this sort of stuff and, and, and talking about how bad certain things are for you. And basically everyone just dismissing what is deemed as common knowledge around like calories and diets and all this sort of stuff. Um, and I think it's just like, we, we were talking about it and, and I understand why coaches are getting their back up about it and kind of like using it for content, maybe for that side of things. But you need to understand that Stephen Barlett knows exactly what he's doing. Like, he's stupid. Um, his, his account has grown to 5 million subscribers. Last time I checked it, it was around 2 million. Yeah. Um, he ain't making these videos for you. <laughs> he ain't making them for the good of other people. He's making them to get clicks and to get views. And if you just go on his page, you will see exactly why he's getting them as well, right? So I'm going to read out eight of the current headlines of the, the eight most recent, not even the eight best, the eight most recent. And this is exactly what coaches need to learn from him. Forget what you think about him. Learn this. When I talk about titles for your thumbnails, for your captions, whatever it is, right? Listen to this. This is one of the best ones. Firstborns are smarter than their siblings. Agreed. I agree with that. Um <laughs> Popular treat, in quotation marks, now considered deadlier than smoking. 
the link between childhood trauma and sex. Your comfortable life will cause cancer. Our toxic food is causing a mental health crisis. Exercise doesn't make you lose weight. Your friends are the reason for your divorce. Stress will kill you. They're just eight thumbnails. Why do you think he gets a million views a video? Why do you think it gets talked about? Right? Because yes, it's sensationalist. Yes, it's out there. But if you're somewhat interested in these things, you will click on it. Yeah. And most general public are stupid. Their IQ is lower than yours. They are unaware of things. They will click on that. They will listen to it. They will take it in. Because you, as a coach, not you, Tom, you as a coach, listen to this, right? Whoever's listening to it, aren't making the content the same way. So you saying, come on, guys, do you know what? Just be in a calorie deficit. Like, spend six months in a calorie deficit and you'll lose 10 kilos. Do it in a sustainable way, right? Versus... Exercise doesn't make you lose weight or your comfortable life will cause cancer. Which of those two options are you going to watch? Which of the two options are you going to watch, right? You can learn from it. Like, again, it is a bit shitty of him and all this sort of stuff, but he doesn't give a fuck what you think. He doesn't give a fuck what I think. He gives a fuck how many views he's getting and how many people talking about Stephen Bartlett. That's what he cares about. Um, and you're playing into that. The more you talk about it, the more you talk about how he's an idiot and how he's stupid for getting these people on his show. He's not stupid for getting people on show. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's reaching a wide variety of people that he would never have reached by talking about social chain. Put it that way. Yeah. Like, coaches talk about this all the time. Oh, I just want to focus on myself. Okay, keep focusing on yourself, right, and doing what you're doing. But all he's doing is opening himself up to other audiences who never heard of him. That's all they're doing. Because these people who come on his podcast share the podcast because they're like, oh, my God, I was on Diary of a CEO gets shared to their audience of 200,000 people. They're like a micro-influencer to him. And, and and you know, it's it's I get it from coach all the time. I don't want to tear people down. Oh, I don't want to do this. So I don't want to make any wild claims. Okay, well, don't then. Like, don't then make any wild claims. Don't put your opinion across, right, as well as you want. He's doing it in a way that that's making the most sense. Like, again, all, like, I just find it frustrating because everyone's, that's just slagging him off. Oh, Stephen Bartlett's doing this, Stephen Bartlett's doing that. Take what you can from what he's posting. Learn from it. And do you put your own spin on it? Stephen Bartlett will, you know, you can even do like, I'm just thinking off the top of my head now, right? I'm using some of his things, right? Stephen Bartlett will cause cancer. Like, it's a stupid thing to say, but like, do you know what I mean? People are going to click on it. Listen to Stephen Bartlett will give you cancer. Say that. Listen to Stephen Bartlett will lose your friends. Say that because you can then go in a roundabout way about how if you try and fucking cut out all these favorite foods, or whatever, you're gonna lose yeah. whatever, right? But it's like it's just rather than just attacking him and being like, oh, he's putting out loads of misinformation, like like turn it round and make make it easier for you to make better content than just slagging him off and just saying this content shit is like get all these different people on and try and think about well, why is it working? Why is he getting different people on saying this sort of stuff? Yeah, it's just it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. I mean, yeah, he literally, like, obviously I went to his talk and he was literally talking about this stuff. He was like, well, yeah, we push the health ones because they do better because everybody has an opinion and there's lots of different stories that we can tell. And that's what he's in. He's in the business of storytelling. Um, and he knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And he knows how to grow a brand and he's trying to grow Diary of a CEO. That's, yeah. that's the brand he's trying to grow and this is the best way he sees how to do it um and like you said he's literally picking people and he's like these the health industry is a massive thing he's into currently in lots of different like therapies or like all the stuff but if he opens himself up and texts on all of these people in the health industry more than likely they're going to see him and buy something which is in his mm -hmm. scope which is probably happening whether it's those acu fucking ear pressure things whether it's uh, the Zoe, Zoe project, whether it's a whoop, whether it's a mm. whatever of those, he's opening those doors to people who may buy those products because yeah. they're listening to his show now because of that. And it's like this chain of how he gets dollar. Um, so yeah, I think I concur. Like my, even I've taken from it, like my, some of my reels and the, like the last bit haven't been like that, but like the title thing would be a little bit more forceful. And I have stuff like you like bin off your squats, like bin off back squat. Yeah, exactly. Literally, that, that was the last one that I did that did okay. 
And it was just like, it's literally that. And then people, and I'll be like, I'll tell you fucking why and do that kind of stuff. And it's just like, yeah. And people are like, what? Why? I don't agree with that. I do loads of back squatting. Cool. Don't. It's fine. Get rid of it. Yeah. It's, and, and look, <laughs> I understand. And I do understand like the contradiction of me saying like, like why having a go at him, but then also saying, put your opinion across and kind of like, mm. you know, like it's more the way it's being done. It's more the way it's, you're just having a go at him. You're not saying like, look, like, Again, like, for example, the Zoe thing, like, just talk about how he's got a vested interest in that product going well because he makes money off it. That's a valid point. You can talk about that. But when you talk about, oh, the guest is getting on his diary of CEO, it's not a good source of information for your health. It's like, yeah, no one's going there for their health. They're going it for the sensationism because they think they're going to learn something. Again, not just about health, but like they know it's a podcast. They know that there's going to be some, some science maybe behind it. And they always throw up this pseudoscience stuff. It's more so a case of like using it to your advantage to go, well, with my coaching, you don't need a Zoe app because you have me to coach you through this problem, to coach you through the problems and all this sort of stuff. Like if it was really down to carbs, it was that was really the problem. They'd have figured it out by now. It's just something they're trying to sell you. Like it's just a gimmick. Like yeah. go down that route of talking about that, but don't just go, Stephen Bartlett's not a good source of information because people go, oh, who's Stephen Bartlett? And then they're going to follow his podcast. Like it's at least <laughs> doing it in the right way. It's just the way it's done. It's just easy to just say, He's an idiot. He's not an idiot. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's doing it for the exact reason you've just highlighted to people. And people go, oh, who's Stephen Butler? What's Diary of a CEO? I'm going to go watch it. That's why he's doing it. Like, commenting on these videos on YouTube, it's not going to help you. Like, doing that stuff, it's not going to help you. Um, I just use it as content from that point of view of getting right. This is what people are seeing more of. Okay, cool. How can I show them that's not the case? How can I show them that fasting isn't going to cure them? How can I show them these things? So again, like, I don't think coaches do this enough, but like, for example, if I was a coach right now, I'd be doing like little experiments. I, for example, would say, um, I'm going to um, do a vlog every day of me fasting um, and staying, uh, but eating whatever I want and eating well over 3000 calories a day. And I show myself gaining weight. Like, Show that you can do it. Show that it's not just about fasting, that it is about calories. Then on the flip side of that, you could do a challenge where you did, I eat six meals a day and lose weight. And then I did one where I eat two meals a day and lose weight or whatever. Like there's always different ways, but people need to be shown this stuff now. I don't think it's, there's too many people shouting about what works, what doesn't work. Show them. Yeah. Show them it doesn't work. Like that guy did the, did the Twinkie diet. Show people it works. Show them. There's, there's Again, it's easier to, to do that, um, to just shout about it. It's harder to do it for sure. It's interesting um, because like a, a lad that is, I think, currently my client, but it was, used to be Dan's client, Paul. Uh, Paul Alice, if you go look at his uh, stuff, he literally just did that for a month. He did fast food. He showed, because he's a nutrition coach, he showed, he did a um, takeaway every single day and lost three kilos. He was like, I felt like shit, but it's still doable. But he vlogged it, yeah, like showed up on every single day, blah, 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 blah. Just go and do it. Yeah, it's an interesting mm. thing. Just like, but it, it might take a month of fucking buying for people to follow that story. But realize, oh shit, this guy, yeah, I managed to do that. How is that possible? Blah, blah, blah. And then they might come asking for questions. But yeah, it's that whole, oh no, you have to do something for a month for it to, for it to maybe have an effect on someone. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. It's, 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 it's thinking a bit differently about it because these people can't do that. These Because the other thing as well that these people that they bring on have is that they they are living it. You can't argue with that. Like that yeah. they, you know, these people that are fasting every day, he says it's going to cure obesity. He does it every day. He does it every day. Coach Carnival can we slag him off, but he fucking does it. Fair he's play doing to it, him. He? Doing it he's doing it. it. And that's why he's getting the views. And well, that's not why he's getting the views. He's getting the views because you're getting trolled. But you're always <laughs> going to get haters along the way. Like, again, that's... We joke about it, but there is an element to there is an element of it to somewhat admire him in to a, in a really weird way. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, and care. I think that not exactly not enough coaches take that attitude. Where like again, Simbala does not care. He does not care what you think. He doesn't give a shit. He puts out whatever the fuck he wants. These people, Jason Fung, doesn't care that you think calories count. He doesn't care. They, Tim Ferriss, none of them. They don't care. Tim Spector, they don't care. Like. But too many coaches, I can't say that. Let's upset someone. <laughs> Coach Carnival Cam don't give a funk. Like he's and he he will Coach Carnival Cam will get more followers. He'll probably double his followers, I reckon, in the next year. 
I think he will. I reckon so. Because yeah. you look at his videos, you look at his views, they get a lot of views, they get a lot of reach. It's sensationalist, it's opinionated, he sticks to his opinion all the time. Um, and he will get people onto the carnival diet for it. Like, again, he looks like shit, he looks like an idiot, but <laughs> it's also <laughs> that when you say things enough, it sticks to people's heads. Yeah. I can't I can't sit here and lie to you and say that Eddie Abu's content has had no impact on me. I sometimes sit there and do think to myself, probably should eat more whole foods, actually. <laughs> because it's been highlighted over and over again. Actually, I probably should do that more. Actually, as I'm getting older now and health becomes more important, do I want to take a risk? Do I think that having a monster every day versus not having one may lead to somewhat of a 0.01% increase in 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 uh, of not being healthy being healthier than, than not having the monster sorry probably probably yeah do all those little things add up over time probably like it's 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 that thing of, I don't think anyone's saying that like monsters amazing it for you and it's and it, there's no detriments in the long term to it I'm not like could you do a cut down caffeine problem like there's no science to back it up. We're never going to have that research day and the science is it's safe. And like, I get all that. I get it all. But as I get older, I also do think, yeah, but there's probably a part of it that's like, I probably shouldn't have as much of that as I, as I think I, I should. Like, I probably should think more about Whole Foods. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just think that you can't, you can't say that someone turned up and having a real solid social media presence and talking about this the full time being passionate about it. You can't sit there and go, no, I don't think there, I don't think that there is anything in that. There's something slightly there. Again, carnival stuff, I think is a bit fucking batshit crazy. Do I think it's healthier than some of the garbage diets I see some people on? Yeah. Do I think being carnival is healthier than probably doing cocaine every weekend and getting blind drunk all the time, being alcoholic? Yeah. Yeah. But and but that's how some people live in the like a lot of people live in the fucking world. Like so it's always that little thing of like it's funny and it's and it's, it's like we take the piss because it's just like it's just so extreme. But it gets talked about. It gets talked about. Like it does. Yeah. Anyway, a bit of a bit of a fucking off. There, but... <laughs> All right. So yeah. these other two put forward to. I've had to do a little bit of research because I didn't know them. Um, I don't know whether you do. I I, I don't think so. Well, um, number one. Elliot Hulse. Why have I heard that name before? <laughs> He's a very, looks like a very angry chap. Pumping iron sharpens your brain. I think um, I know who he is. Yeah, he's, like he's a tall. 490,000 followers. Uh, but I don't know. Really... Yeah. Why fat people have huge calves. <laughs> You're fat uh, because of fungus. <laughs> You're fat because of fungus, yeah. That sounds right, doesn't it? Feeding a parasite, Massive sugar cravings, yeah, normal stuff, neck pain. Again, like you listen, you only have to listen to that fucking start of that to know. Oh my god, like that's exactly it on social media. Like it, it is that people who shout like that loudest and make yeah, these claims, it's, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's like, and, and I get that you may not want to lean into that, and you may not want to be that way. But again, there's ways to stand out. There's ways to do it, and I think that you know everyone needs to be a little bit smarter with that sort of stuff. Um, but that one is like, I read it out. You're fat because of fungus. Fungus is alive in your body right now, and it's feeding on you like a parasite. It's like fucking hell, mate. Right. <laughs> So bitch, this guy man. is clearly like if you scroll down slightly and you can kind of see what he's about. He is about masculinity. His his book is the twelve pillars of masculinity. Um, so it's a bit empowering. It's probably a very uh like what's what's the moron's name? Tate. There we go, Andrew Tate Light. But ironically, this guy's a lot heavier. Um, so it I think like this that. guy is actually. Lower than Carnival Cam because he actually looks like he lifts. He, yeah, he clearly does lift. Um, but in terms of, uh, would I like to spend? Who would I rather spend time with? I think I'd rather spend time with Coach Carnival Cam. This guy looks angry. Uh, I think it's all for show, there, mate. I think you think he's just a big puppy. I think he's mm. taken a few steroids. I mean, I think I'd, I. I mean, I think I would take on Coach Carnival Cam in the gym versus this guy. <laughs> uh, this guy yeah. hands well, it depends down what we do. It depends. Well, actually, on any uh, lift, yeah. I will. I would take Coach Carnival Cam on 
strong lifts. Mm. I'm not doing anything with this guy. Um, I no. think I'm probably out cardio him. Uh, in my current state, long drive, long driving. Would you be able to take him then? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, actually, no. He, he goes. I don't know if he goes lower on the list than me because he just put. This is a video here. If I was stuck on a deserted island and this is all I could eat, I'd be good. It's basically beef mince, rice, and then egg whites mixed together with some hot sauce. That's, that's I mean, that has, I think that's you. worse than the egg and bacon fucking wrap, uh, bap that Carnival Cam made with eggs as the bun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so he's going lower. Um, and then the next one we have uh, been asked to do is higher or lower on vegan gains. Well, I believe his his uh, I think his YouTube is the one to go on because I was like looking at it and I was like, I don't think his his Instagram has that many followers, but his YouTube's got three hundred and thirteen subscribe three hundred thirteen thousand subscribers on vegan gains. Apparently, I'm gonna go with incredibly angry fucker. I'm gonna go with higher than Coach Carnival Cam simply because I couldn't I couldn't not eat meat basically so yeah he's uh he looks like an angry i mean he's got carnival da- dairy fairy versus vegan soy man <laughs> paul saladino is wrong about soy um so yeah. he's all about vegan gains versus christian priest um oh there he uh vegan games versus hamza ahmed carnival versus vegan diet all right he's all about taking down the carnival diet so yeah, I'd actually probably be on Carnival's team there. Yeah, I think so. Vegans is crazy. Um <laughs> but his his Instagram doesn't do much, does it? Where is it? Doesn't it? Like he does much at all, to be honest. He's got three hundred three hundred no, followers on YouTube. on YouTube, but nothing on Instagram. Uh, his Facebook page has got a bit on it, but yeah. Very weird. It might he must have been around for a while, I reckon then. Yeah, no, he's, I have to say that he's worse than Carnival Camp for me. He looks like a bit of a balland. So go find those out. Um, we'll come back with some more. So, Stephen Bartlett, well done. You're not. Um, Elliot Hulse, if you want to go get some toxic masculinity, crack on. Um, and Vegan Games, just, I mean, yeah, his, his first page is some cats. So, fuck off. Um, yeah, anybody who's in, into more cats than dogs, what is going on with your life? What is going on in your life? All right, last thing, Daniel. The thing we all want to see, and we've been preaching on this podcast for a while about this, is a lad called James Magnuson. Um, and this lad, 32-year-old from Australia. That was that was not that was more of a Nordic accent, wasn't it? I, don't know um, that was, yeah. <laughs> I think I had a stroke partially through that. Um so ex-world champion James Magson says he will take all the band I read I am gonna ad lib here, all the bands of drugs in uh in the world. to swim swim faster than a world record. It was all it was the word I put in there. Um the Australian 32 will come out of retirement to compete in the enhanced games where doping is allowed. <laughs> but I like that. He's, he will try and uh, swim faster than the 50-meter freestyle world record. Though yeah. it will not be official. No shit. Um... I think this has got legs, you know. <laughs> I actually think this concept has got legs. Genuinely. I would watch the 100 meters with juiced-up athletes. But I, I, love, I love the quote that you did. I, I'll juice to the gills and break it in six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think what they should do is they should make it very specific events like javelin, you know, like 100 meter sprint, 200 meter yeah. sprint. They should make it real specific events. Weightlifting, maybe. I mean, weightlifting probably already is. Um, but like really kind of like, don't just say oh, every event, like make it specific try and get it all on a day and people would watch it i'd watch it i'd watch it definitely 100 i'd watch because i guess most people think drugs enhancement to like those explosive kind of movements but obviously mm. we've got like lance armstrong wasn't their explosive man but he was definitely using yeah. for quite a while wasn't he so i mean and obviously like this is all hearsay but i imagine most of the tour de france are on something um, did you see Gary Neville talk about that about how he thought the Juventus players were yeah I saw that he was like yeah and he thought all of even Roy Keane thought about it as well Roy yeah, Keane they was like, like the Italian players want something he was like, like are we not allowed to say who it was <laughs> yeah. he was like 
I don't give it. I don't give a shit. Roy Keane was like, "Fuck it." Oh yeah, it was the Italian teams in like the nineties and like early thousands. Yeah. It was like all those teams. They were just like, "We're fit, and these guys are ridiculous. Like we cannot keep mm. up." It's interesting, isn't it? Like you never really think about it, but obviously, obviously, it probably happens in football. Um, I'd imagine mm-hmm. so. It must do. It's just the fact is like, isn't it? Isn't it true? Like the like the money to stay ahead of the, like is is more. Obviously, there's more people spending money on creating this shit than it is to try and catch up with it. So it's always going to be one step ahead. I just don't think. Um, I just don't think at that level that they were tracking. You were you were doing tests for like blood doping and stuff like that. I just don't think it was more like looking at more basic stuff. Maybe now it's a little bit more, uh, you know, enhanced in that from that point of view. But I think football's looked at as a sport that people go, oh, they don't really need to worry about it because it's 90 minutes. It's not like loads of time. There's quite a big skill element and a team element involved in it. You know, we're taught of fans, obviously, over such a long period of time. And obviously yeah. swimming at that level is like millisecond. It can be between winning and losing. But like like this, Adele, I think you look at it as a team. And go, yeah, but if they were all running more and being able to do more, they can perform at high level for longer in yeah. the game. Like it is. If I'm able to keep my heart rate lower for that long or whatever, and yeah, be able to exert mm. a little bit more energy, um, yeah, they've definitely got an advantage, right? So, so yeah, Magnuson's going to be paid a million bucks to do this experiment, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know who by. Um, somebody. But so, but, 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 but I don't know if we're wearing one of those suits as well because in swimming there's a lot of like stuff about suits. But I think it's just quite interesting. I think uh, so. I I will be following this. I think um, he did the London 2012. Apparently he came second, so pretty good. Mm. Um, so, so it's interesting. I don't think you get many like who were clearly fucking great. Um, we'll go for it. I don't know. Did he take drugs? Previously, or has he just gone? Eh, I'm gonna take drugs now because he's just decided to do it now. Maybe I want to have a million bucks, and it's probably worth it. I've no doubt that James has done this publicly. There will be dozens or hundreds of athletes ready to join. My phone is blowing up. I think it, I genuinely think it. I've yeah, I think people will like the will to win, and like it'll just be there. Um, so interesting. All the trans athletes can go over there. That's good. There you go. Easy. Yeah. Boom. Done. Easy. <laughs> I know they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're natural. Uh, the the whole training, the training effects. Jesus Christ. If I train on drugs and then come off drugs, well, yeah, it's. I should be banned. I'm not allowed. Though. It's not how it works, is it? Um, nice. On that note, Dan, it will come to an end. Solid, yeah. solid show. Yeah. Any other business from you? Not from me, mate. No, we are all good this end. Hope all is all is well with everyone who's listening. Thanks for listening, as always. It means a lot. Oh yeah, we should probably say if you've if you've managed to get this far, fucking like leave a like or all that horseshit. Yeah, all that jazz. Yeah. Do something like that. <laughs> it's important. On the on the old it. Apple thing, it's fine. I check them every day. Any more new reviews yet? Have we got any more new reviews yet? I don't. I doubt it. We haven't asked. We only we only get them when we ask for them at the top of the show. Uh, the only way any anybody does at any point. So missed the trick then. Absolutely. At the end, because as soon as they finish the episode, right now, right review. No, nah, it doesn't stay stay in your thing. I used to put a little advert in in the middle of the show about hundred episodes ago. Going pause it hmm. now, you pricks, and put this in. Um, so if you, you made it this far, yeah, I stopped that. Too much editing, mate. Uh, I had to yeah, find a point effort. where you were rambling, not and had a natural break, and it never, never really happened. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen, does it? It's you don't come up for it very often. So <laughs> just keep going, just keep fucking going. All right, Bye-bye. thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.